For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Malone stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Merry Christmas, everybody. Jordan Gross here with the Jordan and Jake podcast, and we are powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Jake DeLome, do you think I should go see Ortho Carolina about my voice situation right now? Yeah, I would, Jordan. You know, with the holidays, we're they're right upon us. And I can only imagine being back home with your family, Dana's family, that there's probably something every night, every day. So I would do something right away to kind of give you a little jump start so you can power through it because you sound awesome. Well, you know what? I feel awesome as well. So here's the thing. I have a six-year-old still, right? So I took him to school. Monday of last week, so like 10 days ago, okay? And when I dropped him off, I was in the hallway there, and 96% of the kids in the hallway were coughing and sneezing, right? <laughs> so I was like, well, I got about six days, and then I'm getting that. Because, you know, first graders, they're all licking each other and hugging and touch, like licking their hand. I mean, there's no, there's no you got no chance. So sure enough, here we are. Now it's 10 days later, and I'm like four days. I'm, the nice thing is I'm pretty good at the math by now. So there we are. But now it, it, it is Christmas, and it's winter, and so a nice head cold is just it's that time of year. You know what I mean? That's, it, that's exactly right. And, um, <laughs> I, you know, I think that's just kind of the way it goes. And, listen, it's Christmas time, and everybody – go see everyone and it's like nonstop and we get run down. But, you know, I think that's just something that's part of it. And we just have to uh, accept it and do the best that we can. And uh, I feel for you, buddy, because I felt that way last week. And uh, I was worried uh, about leading up to the game voice wise, but I was able to, uh, you know, come out on top of it, so to speak. One of my favorite experiences doing color with Mick Mixon was when Mick Mixon was sick. Because Mick is like, like he's such a professional and he did a great job on air when he was like, because we were in Green Bay one time and it was snowing. It was an awesome game. We Panthers, we lost at the very end, but it was just a memorable game. And Mick would have to mute his microphone and he had like the most pathetic little feeble cough. It was like a... Like a baby, like a baby crying, and he'd mute his mic to cough, and I'd start giggling and like elbow and zoke. I was like, "There's the, there's the pathetic cough. There it is." But nothing's as bad though, Jake, is when you were feeling this way as a player, and you had, you know, like you, like when you when you take a deep breath and your lungs just burn. 
because there's like so much inflammation in there. And you knew this time of year you had a football game. Cause I got, like, we all got a cold or like every year it would happen. You know what I mean? And you just had to like suck it up and like, all right, let's go play the game. And eventually it kind of wore out. But that was, you know, when you were dealing with this stuff going into a game, it was tough. It was definitely tough. And we all had it. And listen, we're in that locker room and everyone's. <laughs> coughing on each other you're in the huddle and i know somebody like myself i probably carried more germs than anyone else because i put my hand under somebody's behind every single play to take a football that everybody touched and i licked my fingers continuously so i'm sure i was you know like pig pen on charlie brown i had the uh germs all over the place so hopefully that kind of helped build up some of my resistance but i um and it always seems with the cold weather, it brings it up, uh, upon us. And it might be a little chilly this weekend for the game. I don't know if you've uh, caught wind of any of that. I have, yeah. It's um, actually like maybe the coldest home game ever. But I did read that. Wind chill in the yeah. 20s, yeah. Wind chill, and it's um, – and you know what? It's going to be like ridiculously cold here starting tomorrow night in the Friday morning. So – uh, right. As we record this on Wednesday. So, uh, Matt, you have some work to do. Ben's already said yeah, we're but, recording on Wednesday. Right. Buckle up, Jake, for that cold weather. Um, it sounds like, though, th- your assessment of yourself as a player was very similar, your germ control, to the first graders I described at the beginning of the podcast. So there's a correlation between the amount of contamination and the licking and hands. A hundred percent. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> You know, I mean, it just right. it, it is what it is. All right, I want to talk about the Panthers Lions game and all that stuff here shortly. But it is Christmas week, and you know, I like to have a good time. So I want to know what's the Delome family plans. You got travel with the game and whatnot, but what's what's Christmas looking like for you, Jake? It's uh, it's it's very busy to say the least. I think we're doing a little something tomorrow night with um, my wife's side of the family. Um, the 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 very. Um, just her and her brother, you know, and, and that, that family, it's just something small. And then two nights before we, my mom and dad and my brother and his kids and the grandkids and the great grandkids. So we'll do that. And then uh, Carrie's extended family comes to the house. We're on a three year rotation and it's our year. Um, so it's a, um, we have them. And then uh, Christmas day is actually pretty tame. It's going to be kind of low key at my mom and dad's uh, with my mom's, some of her sisters and stuff like that. But it's going to be nonstop and uh, a lot of e- eating and fellowship and things like that. So normal Christmas, um, I guess, pretty standard for South Louisiana. Three-year rotation. That's like a home and home and home. Is it it kind of is, there? you know, there's uh, that, that's kind of how it's kind of played out. It's so uh, <laughs> it's really it's it's really not so bad. It's actually pretty good. OK, good. Uh, in the spirit of the holidays, I've prepared a Christmas quiz for you, Jake, covering oh my pop culture and beyond. It's 10 questions. Okay. I got it off of Cosmopolitan.com, a trusted quizzing website on the Internet. And it's just, I just wanted to throw this out there and see what I'm going to guess you can get, you'll get five of them. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so you're saying I'm going to be a, a 50 percenter is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. All right. So cosmopolitan.com, the, the most trusted Christmas, Christmas quiz website in the world. Question number one, Jake, which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? I have no idea, Jordan. Um, it's, 
Which what? You just, which a country. country. I know. Um, I'm trying to think of something with trees and forests. <laughs> and, and Christmas. Green, green and Christmas. And Christmas. <laughs> oh, gosh. What country? I'm certainly not going to say the United States. Right. I'm going to go with uh, France. Mm, wrong. Germany. That's a miss. Ooh. Okay. And you know what? I almost went with the NFL Europe. Gosh, I yeah, my you should have. Trust your yeah, gut. My bad. Trust your gut. Yep. Here we go. Next one. In the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on holiday when they leave Kevin behind? Where's their destination? I no, I, they're going to New York City. I don't know. R- wrong. Paris. Oh for two. Well, oh I, for I, I two. Just, well, that's not a problem. You're doing terrible. Here we go. What year did Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" come out? Who? 1999. Oh, 1994. Close. Gosh, dog it. You're 0 for 3. That's okay. You're still in the playoff hunt. Fortunately, (laughs) you don't even have to have a winning record to be in the playoff hunt. Here we go. How many of of Rudolph's fellow reindeer's names start with the letter D? Uh, Two. Wrong. Three. Dasher, Gosh. Dancer, and no, Donner. Oh, man. You see, I'm not trying you to You didn't even this sing the just, song. Well, but I that's have... cheating. I'm trying to, like, on the top of my head. No, singing the song isn't cheating. Well, singing the song is not cheating. I'm going to take too long. I don't want to take too long. Okay. Over well, that's, four. that's right. the point. All right, here we go. What's the best-selling Christmas single of all time? Question number five. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, it is got to be White, White Christmas, right? Yeah. All right. Nice yes. job. You're on the board. You're on the board. Nice. You've got one right yes. so far. Here we go. Five more to go. You ready? Yes, sir. Which U.S. state was the first to declare Christmas Day an official holiday? I'll give you a hint. It's in the Midwest. Oh, God. Uh, dude. Oh, in the Midwest. Yep. And they did it sooner rather than later. Oklahoma. Yeah, nice. Good job, Jake. You got two now. Woo. Wow. Way to go. I, okay. Yeah, I was not I was not gonna if without the without the uh um tip, I was not gonna get it. Go ahead. <laughs> I figured. Which century were gingerbread houses believed to be invented, Jake DeLone? What century? Oh gosh. I wanna you know what? I'm going with my lucky number, seventeenth century. Ah I'm gonna give it to you, but it's sixteenth. But just because it's well, Christmas, I, I'm gonna. That's pretty good. Still, you went. You went okay, back well, in the. I'm giving it well, to you because I'm the judge. All right. Okay, I appreciate it. This is an easy one. Who plays Santa in the movie The Santa Claus? Oh, uh, t- uh, Tim. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. T- uh, Tim. What's his name? We'll take it. Tool Tim Allen. Tim, yeah, Tool Tim Allen. Tim. There you go. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. There you go. Nice job. <laughs> Dude, it sounded, sounded just like that, too. <laughs> I know. Well, my voice is perfect for it. Here we go. Two more. What okay. was the most popular vegetarian alternative? What is the most popular vegetarian alternative to a roast turkey? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you ready? Turkey. Very, very good guess. Nut roast, Jake. Nut, Nut roast. roast. Oh, okay, just, okay. I get I'll just, it. Okay. I'll just, I'll just leave her there. Okay, last one. If you get this, you get five. What plant is sometimes known as the Christmas flower? 
Wood plant. Yep. Come on, think um, about it. Uh, uh, yeah, you know hold, hold on, I know it. Um, yep, yep. Uh, uh, miss, um, uh, no. Well, no, 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 no. I was gonna yeah. say mistletoe. No, no. It's got to be the red one. Uh, point set. Yeah. Yes, you yes. did it, Jake yes. Delone. Yes. Yes. All right, you got five. You went zero for four, and then actually you got you got five out of six. All right, and the good oh, news gosh. is you're in the playoffs, just like the Carolina <laughs> Panthers could be. Oh, I right, love good it. job, Jake. I love. Thank it. you for humoring Thank you, me Jordan. there. Thank you for humoring me. All right, that. let's let's talk about stressful. the Panthers. Do you want to talk about the Steelers game at all, or should we just move on? Yeah, we no. I think we need to address it. I don't think we need to sweep anything under the rug. I think we need to address it. Yeah, I'll tell you my re- my reaction when I saw twenty one yards rushing. I was like, oh come on, guys, that's not very good. And then I saw the lowest ever was when I was playing, and it was ten yards rushing. I was like, man, twenty one is actually pretty good. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jordan, it was a um, as Luke and I were we were sitting there, and you know, it's only I think fourteen seven at half, but it felt larger than that you know Jordan it just never felt we were truly somewhat in that game and we just besides the first drive they went down and scored on us and then we were able to get a touchdown uh, early on in the game but it just never felt we didn't control the line of scrimmage that's kind of what I felt from watching um in our cozy confines at Bank of America Stadium we never controlled the line of scrimmage they did a really good job um you know, C.J. Henderson going down on the first drive did not help us because I thought J.C. Horn did a really nice job against Pickens. But Deontay Johnson, he gave us fits. And uh, they ran the ball when they wanted to and kind of however they wanted to. Um, and then when they needed a big pass play, they went to Deontay Johnson. And we just we, we couldn't get them off the field on defense. And offensively, we couldn't sustain enough. So it was just – it was a tough game, Jordan. It's a uh, – what we were doing to teams the last few weeks, um, it's in essence what they did to us. And it felt like it was a bully ball, so to speak. And um, we're going to have to answer the bell because this Detroit team that we're playing, I think they were one and six maybe to start the season. And now they're, what, seven and seven. And they're playing extremely good. And they are bullies in their own right. So it was, uh, it was tough, Jordan. It was tough. It was tough. And the Lions probably think the weather's going to be warm now in Charlotte. Compared to what's going on, compared to what's going on there. Isn't it interesting in the NFL? And I remember this as a player. You can go into a game feeling like you, you know, you had the good week of practice and you got a great game plan. And especially in the run game, like there's only like the guys know how to block whatever look against the successful running plays that they've been having all year long. And then you just can't get it going in those games when it like feels like you're trudging uphill in the snow, man. It's like you just you, you can't see them coming. Then after they're over, you're like, what in the world just happened? That's what it just seemed like. And and you know, t- hearing Coach Wilkes after the game and talking this week, it's like I don't want anybody talking about playoffs, man. We got to get back to getting right and have the guys in their final pads of the year and all that stuff. But seems like the focus is turning in the right direction. But like you said, Jake, the Lions. With Dan Campbell, like I, all the way back to when they were on Hard Knocks at the beginning of the season uh, in training camp, I loved it. I loved listening to him. And um, you know that the Lions are feeling good about themselves right now. And, Jake, how can it be that we control our own destiny for the playoffs still? Three games to yeah. go. We win three. We win the division. Like, what's happening? This is nuts. It is nuts. And you know what? It's a, it just so happens. And, and people can poo-poo the NFC South all they want. And I get it. I think we'd be doing the same thing if, if it'd be another division. But that's just the division. That's the way it goes this year for whatever reason. 
Um, and I just, I was thinking about this last night and this is how ridiculous my mind works. Sometimes I'm thinking about the season and I'm like, man, I truly thought this was a seven, eight win team and maybe get nine wins along the way. And then I'm like, you know, Baker Mayfield was our quarterback, Christian McCaffrey. Hopefully we can go deep with Robbie Anderson to open things up for, for DJ. And it's like, gosh, just, it's, it's amazing. All three of those guys are not even on the roster anymore. It's just, it's crazy how long of a season. It just seems one extra game, the 17th game. It makes it just seem so much different than a true 16-game season for whatever reason. It seems like teams take the first month and a half to kind of, okay, let's just, let's, we're still getting our camp legs underneath us. Let's kind of figure it out. And then we're going to start the run from from here on out. But just kind of amazing to think about all the twists and turns we've taken so far. And yet here we are. Christmas week and really and truly it's there's a a purpose and I'm not saying there's not a purpose if if we're not in the playoffs but it's just a different feel but there's still a chance and coach Wilkes doesn't have to talk about it and the players don't but we can Uh, it'd be exciting and I don't care what our record would be to get our foot in the door I mean that's just you're trying to build on something you have a lot of young players and they kind of learn from it isn't it uh a critical three week. I mean, it's critical three weeks for a lot of reasons. But I'm talking about Coach Wilkes, who you know started this season, as you said, with all these players, and we thought the Panthers were going to be this one thing led by Matt Rule. Now Matt Rule's out recruiting and getting ready for signing day in Nebraska, and Steve Wilkes is the head coach. He didn't start this season trying to earn a head coaching job, but he came into it, you know, early in the year. The next three weeks, like it'll kind of won't. It, I mean, won't it paint? The, future, the picture of the future, it, it would seem to me like if you don't, if you can't win the division this year, even though it's not your team from the beginning, like it's going to be very hard for David Tepper to want to bring Coach Wilkes back as a head coach when you're in this situation right now in a struggling division. And I know there's a lot of variables. On the other side, if Coach Wilkes win the division, it's going to be hard to not hire him. I mean, how do you see it, Jake? No, I think you hit it on the head, Jordan. I think, yes, there is some support certainly in the locker room and people have really liked the way the team has turned around since Coach Wilkes has taken over. Um, but, you know, it's a, uh, this is a brutal business. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sport, but it's a brutal business. There's only 32 in the world. And would I love for us to win the division and, and go out on a note and coach Wilkes will get an opportunity? Sure. Because I've just seen the way this team has responded to him, but you know, Mr. Tepper is the one that owns the team and he's going to decide what plan he wants to go forward with, with this football team. But I, this is how I look at it, Jordan. I truly believe if you can finish off strong, that can parlay into some positivity for next year. I go back to our 4 season, year after the Super Bowl, decimated with injuries, lost a ton of guys uh, off the team due to free agency. Injuries happen. We start out 1-7. and seven. We end up winning 6 out of 8, and we don't make the playoffs in the last week. But we played so many young guys, propelled us the following year to have a great season to lose in the NFC Championship game. And I think you can go back, Jordan, to the time that y'all were in that situation with Coach Rivera, right? I mean, y'all were won the division at, what, seven, what was it, seven, eight, and one. Um, and then the following year, if I'm correct, wasn't that the year the team went 15 and one? Yep, 15 and one. Yep, that's right. And, and then you, you even go back before both of our, our time. In 2002, John Fox inherited a 1-15 football team. They started out the season 3-0. And then I want to say they lost the, less, the, the next, like, 
gosh, eight or nine, seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes, something like that, eight or nine games. Then they won four out of five. They had nothing to play for. I was a member of the Saints, final home game. We have everything to play for, and they come and whipped our behind, and that propelled us the following year. You know, you get drafted. I'm come along, you know, Stephen Davis and Ricky Pro and those guys, and and sure yeah. enough, we go to the Super Bowl. I just think this this is a crucial stretch. And these young guys, you've got to learn it, when it comes to December. It's the most important time of the year in the NFL. And and I understand there's holidays and people coming in and presents and things of that nature. But this is your job. And this is where the big boys get paid a lot of money is this time of year. So hopefully we can use this to our advantage. Well, my Christmas wish would be three in a row and Coach Wilkes comes back as head coach next year. I'm just saying that right now, Jake. So that's that's where I'm at on this thing. That and some socks. That's what I'm asking for from my family for Christmas, just so you know. It's socks. Okay, like we're talking uh, full-length socks or ankle socks or mid Like, you know, like, uh, no, like, like, you know, like, like smart wool socks. You know, like, okay. the, like the, the, I just, I love them. And that's what I want because, nice. you know, you use it all the time and it makes your feet feel good. So if you want to send me something, it's three wins in a row and some socks. Okay, Jake. Sound good? That sounds easy enough, Jordan. I'm all okay. for it. I think that right. is a great, great Christmas wish. <laughs> all right. Well, Jake, that's all the time we have. So I'll talk to you after the, after the holidays with your home and home and home. Uh, you have on the on the rotation this year. Let's get that Lions win. Bring it. Bring all your energy and uh, try to get try to get us back on track. All right, Jake. Sound good? I'm gonna try my I'm gonna try my best. And you know what? I think we will. I uh, I think this team's gonna respond. Um, it's kind of like Pittsburgh the pr- previous week to playing us. They played Baltimore and they didn't show up. And I think they got challenged. And I think that's what ha- that's what's gonna happen with this football team. And it's a short week and. Uh, We're going to respond, and we'll have a very Merry Christmas Eve. There you go. I love that. All right, this is the Jordan and Jake podcast, and we are powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Merry Christmas, Jake DeLone. I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Merry Christmas to all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.